Hey everyone, welcome to TMJ Syndrome. I'm Tim. I'm Mitch. I'm Jason. I'm I'm Mitch. I'm Tim. I'm Jason. I'm Tim. I'm I'm Mitch. I'm Jason. I'm, I'm Mitch. I'm Tim. I'm Mitch. I'm Tim. I'm I'm Jason. Mitch. Tim. Jason. I'm Tim. I'm Jason. I'm Mitch. No, you're I, you're Jason. I'm Jason. No, I Tim. think you're Jason. Wait, okay, who's I'm Tim? Jason. I'm Mitch. I'm Tim. All right, let's start the show. Hey, so, uh, you know, I have been reading a lot of news lately, and I, uh, I saw something troubling. What did you see, Tim? Hey, thanks, Jason. Hey, That's no a good problem. Lead-in. I appreciate that. Uh, yeah. I found it was it's a troubling thing, which is that um, parents in Arizona have uh, gone completely insane. Is it all parents or just like a giant, like vocal minority? It's probably that. Although the other parents are probably insane for other reasons. So people might be upset at me for bringing this up. But you know what? I'm just going to go with it. So send your hate mail to uh, our comments and dislikes and stuff like that. (laughs) And leave us a review on iTunes. Yeah, do that. (laughs) Uh, So there was an article that came out recently that uh, Arizona was attempting to educate uh, parents who do not vaccinate their kids about the benefits of vaccines. And apparently it came that was not a mandatory course. It's like kind of a pilot they were trying to do of the online course. And I guess something got out where a lot of people were thinking that it was going to be it was going to be like mandatory or something like that and people freaked the fuck out and the i think almost 120 individuals including 20 parents like sent in complaints about the program and so the government decided to cancel it just because of a bunch of angry mob parents who decide that they want their kids to be sicker. Well, the first mistake they made is you don't capitulate to the mob, especially if it's just like a, a it's not a, it was a, not a mandatory course. Is that correct? Correct. Yeah. Uh, you should just been like, um, fuck off. So, you know, what troubles me about that isn't, like okay, so it was it was a non-mandatory informational uh, thing, video or whatever program, right? That's like an online course. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Anyway. Yeah. Non keywords being non-mandatory, right? Yep. And so they canceled it because 120 people said, "Uh-uh," but only 20 of them were on uh 
records should that show that they didn't va- they don't vaccinate their kids. So that means the hundred other individuals that were there, you know, the the majority of that group vaccinate their kids, but didn't want information about why vaccinating, I, or not necessarily why they didn't want vaccinations, but their main thing was they don't want it to be mandatory. I don't, I don't get it. Yeah, it's crazy. And like the biggest, the thing about it too is like the, the people who are doing the pilot program, they capitulated very quick because essentially what happened is when the complaints got filed, then the, the board of governors or whatever went and asked questions from the health committee to see, like, kind of get some information from them about what's going on. And they, in response, they just decided to cancel the program. Well, they pulled the program and they are reevaluating is what they're doing. Reevaluating. Yeah. Yeah. How can we put some information that, you know, takes into account the views of everyone? So we have 30 minutes of the video talking about how immunizations are good. And then we'll have another 30 minutes of video talking about how immunizations are bad. You know what's interesting about the anti-vaccination stuff is that it's not unique to one political faction. It's across the board. It's like... You can be left or right, and you have them on on each side. Like, uh, didn't Jim Carrey and Jenny McCarthy start this whole movement? Kind of. Like, I don't know if they started it, but they made it bigger, didn't they? I I didn't realize. That. I don't know. How about you? I'm pre- I don't know about them. Jim, that's well, true. I can I can I can link you. Uh, yeah, Jenna okay. McCarthy and Jim Carrey were notorious anti-vaxxers. <laughs> Jenny McCarthy, sorry. Um, because they they they're the ones that um, I think and I think she's actually rolled this back. Um, but uh, they were they used to have like big rallies because of her child having autism and all kinds of stuff, and that was probably back I don't know early two thousand eight through two thousand twelve when she was still doing that stuff. I'm surprised you guys never heard about it. Yeah, it dude the autism thing drives me super crazy. Because it's been totally disproven. There's way more benefits to vaccine than there are detractors. And like, I mean, you can talk, you can talk about it. Like there are legitimate reasons why like having vaccines is concerning. Like one of the, one of the big things is like the, uh, uh, the preservative that they use in vaccines is potentially harmful. So when you use a bunch of vaccines at the same time, that can maybe be problematic. Actually, I agree with you, and that's always been like I always try to find a a moderate position on on just about anything. And my thing is, you should vaccinate, but maybe we can make a a, uh, a middle ground where instead of having this giant cocktail at once or twice, maybe spread them out. What's wrong with that? I don't know. Yeah. So I just try to find a a middle ground in this stuff. But uh, this so is an extreme topic. Go ahead. I'm reading. Uh, I'm reading one of the feedbacks from parents in this article. Yeah. And uh, so it, it's talking about uh, some someone that wrote in that was against the informational course, right? And, and it says, in my experience, parents who have a personal belief against vaccines have already performed countless hours of extensive research on the benefits and risks of vaccines. One parent wrote on July 26th, a one-sided video is not going to change their minds and therefore it is a waste of government resources as well. 
The course appears to be an attempt to create an emotional response, creating fear and pressure in order to compel parents to vaccinate. One set of parents wrote on July 25th, do lawmakers think we're stupid? Yes. I'm going to answer that. Yes. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Because you are. Because you are stupid. Uh, well, this- Mitch, let's, I think, mean, you know, let's make sure that we're very clear about our side of the discussion here, because I don't want anyone to think that we just, you know, you know, misunderstand what we potentially think about this topic. I think parents who don't vaccinate their kids are doing a high disservice to their kids and they're kind of stupid. It's, it's not their kids that it's necessarily the problem. The, the problem and the reason that vaccines work is because everyone has them. And if, if, if people stop vaccinating their kids, then the the kids that don't have the vaccines may not get the mumps, right? They might have a, but they also might, or the measles or whatever, right? But they could potentially cause a mutation in it and then cause other kids who potentially have vaccinated or other kids that have chosen not to vaccinate or whatever had to have an outbreak come in. It's not about whether or not your kid is going to get the measles or a preventative disease, it's about whether or not there's going to there could be an outbreak and if you lose the overwhelming um immunity that is provided by vaccinating you put everyone's kids at risk it's yep. not just the person that you're you're deciding that you don't want to vaccinate your kids and you are also causing a disservice to every single other person that is you're putting in contact with your child the whole herd immunity effect yep and it's like the thing about it too, man, is like, it, it's kind of crazy when we get to, you know, 2018 and we have people who are like, oh, I'm not going to, I'm not going to vaccinate my kids. Like, like vaccines for these terrible diseases are the modern marvel of living in the 20th, 21st century, man. Like, you know how many people are alive today that would not be alive if like people have just decided to not use vaccinations. We, we as like a whole world society eradicated an entire disease, smallpox by using vaccinations. Like mm-hmm. it's insane. Like, Wasn't there a, a smallpox outbreak recently? Like it's back. Yeah. So, and like they're seeing, I think it was like a, some kind of strain of it potentially like outbroke somewhere in, uh, was it smallpox or measles? I don't know. I yeah. think. But it was like a measles outbreak in California, I remember. It's like, if you think about it, like some of these diseases are really terrifying. Like pol- polio, polo, polio, 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 <laughs> polio, uh, like you're, you can be like paralyzed for life. Like FDR had polio and couldn't walk. Uh, so actually, there is a measles outbreak that is happening in Europe uh, right now, and so far this year, there have been, uh, according to the World Health Organization, um, forty-one thousand cases of measles in Europe with forty deaths. And is that due to anti-vax? Uh, I'm still reading. I knew there was something similar in Australia. I don't have off the top of my head, but something happened over there. Like I said, this is a, a very unique issue because it, it it's something that goes across the political spectrum. It isn't just one side or the other. That's you know, 
I think it started with like hippies, honestly. And in, for I, I, I did some research while we were talking. So the Jenny McCarthy thing started as early as 2007, and she was on a ton of programs like Oprah Winfrey Show and Larry King Live, talking specifically about vaccines can trigger autism. And her activism continued out until 2012, and she was helped by Jim Carrey. Like, I'm surprised you never seen that. It was all over the news, from what I remember. Um, back then, maybe it was maybe the 2008 financial crisis. Maybe that buried that a little bit, but yeah, it was probably. definitely a meme spread online. And Jenny McCarthy was like the voice for forever um, for anti-vaccinations. So. Once you get celebrity uh, power behind something, the meme just goes crazy. And it is because of uh, experts in the European Commission are saying that the reason that the main factor that's leading to this outbreak is um, skipping vaccination. So it's, yeah, it's it's hit Europe too. Um, yep. I'm curious. Uh, I think you guys have done more research on this article than I have. Is this... This article is this just like a, a a school county thing, or was it statewide? And the reason I ask is we're coming up to an election season, so like maybe some fucking school boards up to re-election, and that's why they capitulated. Oh yeah, you're probably you're probably right. It definitely is election season. I believe this is the one that um, was for Arizona was a uh, Arizona the state of Arizona was doing it. Yeah, okay. And it was a it was just an educational program that they were trying to put out there for just for educational purposes yeah. and people were losing their minds because they thought it was going to, that they would eventually could make it mandatory or that they're trying to use fear tactics on why they should vaccinate instead of choosing not to, which like I'm not opposed to. Cause it is scary because it is scary. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I can definitely, I can definitely understand from the perspective of like, don't tread on me, don't tell me what to do. Um, but also like, stop being stupid. Yeah, like I don't know, man. The whole don't tell me, like don't tread on me, man. Don't tell me what to do. That's such a teenager mentality, though. Yeah, right. No, but so I'll I'll run counterpoint though, real quick, about human nature. Um. The problem for me is that there's no nuanced discussion. So if someone is dreadlocked into anti-vax and then some, and then you have a pro-vaxxer calling them idiots, right? Well, there's no middle ground. We can't get them to come over because when you tell when you when you say they're fucking stupid, they're going to double down more. So my problem always has been, and you guys mentioned it earlier, why can't we find a middle ground and say, hey, maybe there are some problems with vaccines. Let's let's work on lobbying to get that fixed, and you can start vaccinating again without without being dicks. Does that make sense? Yeah, I yeah. guess it, I guess it depends on what the reason people are having for not vaccinating, right? If it's because they don't like the preservatives and stuff like that that are inside the vaccines, then yeah, you know, maybe the option is that there is a, a vaccine that's created that yeah. does the thing but without the preservatives, so it's obviously going to be a higher price so, because it Yeah. But you got and you know you have this isn't going to be covered, so you're going to have to pay for it, but you can still vaccinate your kid. Yeah. Uh, so I can tell you this cuz I was heavily involved in the conspiracy world back when this started is what most conspiracy theorists said, and I think is true, but probably not true, is that their issue was with the mercury that was in vaccines. Does that make sense? 
Yeah, mercury is certainly not a thing you want injected. And in what you. their claim was back then, and I don't believe this now, everybody, I do not believe this now, but I was involved in this conspiracy culture back then, was that the mercury is what causes autism in kids. And that's where this meme took off. It's what, that's where it started, is vaccines cause autism. That is exactly where it started. And then it got picked up by the celebrities and all kinds. Of, well, not every celebrity, but specific ones. Um, I think I found this... Uh, this article on celebrities who are anti-vaxxers. Uh, let's see here. Yeah. So, so there's got to be some kind of middle ground is what I'm trying to say. So, sorry, go ahead. No, I mean, I like I, and I definitely remember the, I remember the autism thing being like the main reason why everything, that, that was the first time that I heard about the anti-vax movement, right? Was people were like, oh my God, vaccines cause autism. And then that was debunked. And you know, now it's turned into people are trying to find other, like, oh, at least in my opinion, the way I see it, people are trying to find reasons not to do it. See, it was so, funny because even my information is old. Like you're talking about the mercury, that's uh, thimerosal yeah. is the preservative. And that preservative has been has been banned from childhood vaccination vaccines since 2001. That's good. I'm just I just know where this this started, the root of where this started and that was the major argument, which is funny. I, I found this article about a bunch of tweets about celebrities and uh, on all of them Trump did a tweet and his is probably the most like middle ground this is back before he was president and it says if i were president i would push for proper vaccinations but would not allow one-time massive shots that a small child cannot take while the other ones are like no vaccinations at all <laughs> specifically like jim carrey alicia silverstone cindy crawford jenna elfman christy alley danny masterson juliette lewis there's a lot built wait Bill Maher spoke out against flu vaccines in 2009. Interesting. Selma Blair, Rob Schneider is anti-vax. So you know what the underlying problem is here? Uh, celebrities? <laughs> well, so the underlying problem is we need to stop we need to stop the government from putting the mind control drugs in vaccines and people won't have a problem with it anymore. No, that's the problem. They took that out and now people are like, I don't want it. Oh, yeah. Do we need to do we need to put we more need to put of the mind, well, so, mind control yes. drugs in the air and the does, water and shit? Does the vaccine lobby need to be to be better about their information then? So maybe they don't have someone keeping up with all the conspiracy theories that people have problems with. Maybe because at what the average individual hears or heard back in those days was vaccines cause autism. And there was no there was no information in the middle. It was just that was the meme. And it got picked up like crazy, um, like insane amounts. So you have to fight information with information. Right. And the problem is, is, is this is the same problem I have with some atheists. I'm an atheist pretty much. But. And most a lot of atheists, at least online, are just like they want to browbeat people in the fucking ground, right? They don't, especially if they're in any kind of religion. So the same thing I think happens with this, and the people who are perpetuating the meme only heard the meme: vaccines cause autism. So what I'm saying is the other side has to fight back with more, better, maybe benevolent, be, benevolent. Is that a word? Benevolent. Yeah. Benevolent. benevolent. 
information. There you malevolent. go. Instead of malevolent information. Yeah. You know. Because so I bet you, I bet you, sense. this was a knee-jerk reaction by the parents because they've been, they've been probably been attacked a lot online. So they're like, "Oh my god, the fucking school! They're attacking us like everybody else. Fuck them." Yep. I mean, that's a that's a good point. I mean, you're totally right. Like when you act stupid, a lot of people call you stupid. So that makes sense that people they would feel attacked. Well, I mean, I I think this is a this is a problem of the internet, right? You're not allowed to make mistakes anymore. Yeah. Um. I think like I think Jenny McCarthy, for example, did come out and and change her mind on vaccines, but when she fucking did, they all turned on her, right? But you're not allowed to make mistakes. So all it does is if you are so hunkered down into a ideology like that and an anti-vax is a, almost a fucking ideology. Like it's a voting point almost. Yeah. I bet. Um, and you're not allowed to make a mistake online anymore because everyone's going to call you a whatever. Then I think it, it causes people to double down more. And I think you see that in all kinds of things. You see that on fucking video games. You know, you're not, you're not, if you get in certain groups, for example, in a multiplayer game and you're new and you make a mistake, Oh my God, they never let you hear the end of it. Yeah, that's true. You know, you're not allowed to. You're not allowed to progress. That's why I honestly prefer single player games with high difficulty, like Dark Souls, because I'm allowed to fail as much as I want without having to worry about anybody fucking yelling at me. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. So the, we always talk about social media, but that that is a problem with social media discourse and a myriad of topics. Yeah. And yeah, it's. It's the kind of thing where it's just like it, information is needed. And I think this is like a, your classic example of like the whole idea of like science is not like science is not an ideology. Science is just science and like Correct. information that is discovered changes over time. So like there's actually a pretty good article um, that I found that actually goes into all the different potential potential concerns with vaccines and actually from like a clinical perspective actually yeah. talks about it. Um, it's sort of, it's, it's sort of interesting. It's like it goes, it goes into all the, all these, all these different problems, like the thermosil vaccine that talks about how it was, how it got removed because it was potentially, a, potentially a problem. And that's not a pro not an issue anymore. Right. And that, but, that was in 1999. Yeah. And so like, the thing is like, if you're if you're gonna have if you're gonna have an opinion about something that is related to like this kind of like scientific discovery thing, like you need to actually like keep up with the latest information about it, right? Especially when it comes to kids. Did you know that in in two thousand uh, that was when in the year two thousand that was when the uh, U.S considered the measles to be uh, eliminated as there were there were no uh, measles outbreaks of transmitted by patients within the US all the all the cases that existed in 2000s were infected patients from outside of the US so it was considered to be eliminated inside the United States that's crazy uh, and now and, it's back and then in 2013 
uh, there were 159 cases in 16 different states. And then in 2014, 668 cases in 27 different states. It's getting so, worse. Yeah. Uh, and so it was like kind of like it, it coming back. And then it, and due to uh, the majority of them were people that didn't get uh, vaccinated. Which shows you how quickly that the that information spreads online yep um and then causes and then, people to, to hunker down well and then so as far as the so the anti-vax versus autism thing so it looks like that stemmed from 1998 there was a british doctor that uh, released a research paper that was investigating the relationship between vaccines um specifically mmr and it's linked to bowel disease and autism but in 2011, that that paper was found out to be fraudulent. Uh, but it was in 2007 that uh, Jenny McCarthy had come out. Yeah, and I think she I think she changed her mind right around that time, like 2011, 2012. Yeah. Although Jim Carrey, I just found a tweet of him still posting his support as early as 2016, so maybe he hasn't changed his mind. Because yeah, she's know. not like she's changed her stance, not anti-vaccine, but pro-safe vaccine. That's her new stance. Uh, another little tidbit of information. I, I found this actually really interesting. That uh, one of the first um, like evidences of some kind of inoculation was actually from uh, 10th century BC China. And they, would, uh, they were injecting uh, smallpox into people. Um, it wasn't a... It obviously wasn't like a, a a dormant strain like we use now, uh, so it would it was just a small amount of smallpox, or deliberate like a deliberate injection of smallpox is what this says, and it would cause uh, a very low but less dangerous fever, and then if the person survived, they'd be immune, or you could just die, <laughs> or you can die. Now that but, is the kind of vaccine that could be like you know maybe I don't want to yeah, give that to my kids. Maybe not. Uh, but I thought that was interesting that they've been like the, the idea of inoculation and vaccines like actually goes back a long time. Yeah. Been around a while and there's been controversy around it for a long time as well. (laughs) So like, you know, they also found in, in, uh, 20th century like bc china like uh jenny mccarthy just (laughs) just sitting there sitting there being like don't give them the inoculation it'll give them autism yep uh in the 1700s uh clergy people claimed that smallpox was god's punishment and it shouldn't be treated yeah that makes sense yeah, fire yep. and brimstone type stuff. Yeah, seventeen hundreds. Yeah, because wasn't because wasn't that even in like the in like the Middle Ages and stuff when they were having the bubonic plague? They were talking. There was like whole, uh, whole like religious orders that were around like self-flagellation and stuff like that because they thought that the the plague was a. Uh, like, because God was upset with them. I mean, that's 
That sounds about right for the time. Yeah. I, I, I just find this stuff fascinating because other stuff online just spreads like wildfire. Like you'll um you'll see that with with diets, for example, like uh new fads like the the carnivore diet, for example, has spread like wildfire, but there's really no science behind it. There's and nobody does blood work on like, for example, keto, which has at least 15 years of science behind it now and, and so forth. It's, it, but it's interesting to see how, just how quick that, 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 that stuff just goes, you know? Yeah. Someone just comes up with an idea and it's like, Oh my God, I'm going to do that. Yeah. Well, or somebody creates a presentation that's, that's, that's presentable enough. Cause usually what happens is usually something new comes out and whoever, it, somebody has a really well formed presentation. Um, I'll tell you how I got into this conspiracy shit was somebody, brought a VHS tape over my house with my girlfriend at the time and her brother, I think it was called Zeitgeist. And it was, a it was a, um, it was an anti-war propaganda, uh, movie documentary. And also was kind of an anti-religion one at the same time. And I fell hook, line, sinker, and then just dropped in that world over a really well presented documentary. But that was kind of bullshit except for the anti-war tones. They didn't really have a bad message there. But it all it takes is someone to have a slick presentation of something they're trying to prove, and people will eat it up like wildfire. That's true. You know? Yeah, I mean, that's the same. It, like, any type of presentation or any type of argument that you're trying to make, right? It's the same reason why, uh, you know, snake oil salesmen have always been a thing. You know, oh, like... Yeah, and it still and, are a thing, too. That's one of the yeah. problem with the nutritional market. Um, it's very hard to navigate what's real and what's not, you know? Yep. Um, especially like when it comes to supplements and stuff like that. I do like a, every time I, I, I find a new supplement or something, I, I do a ton of research before I even consider buying it. Yeah. And then there's, and even that can be skewed, right? Like depending on, it it's hard to it's hard to say what uh what's good and what's bad um well, there was it, a uh so there was this guy i don't um i don't remember who who it was it was a journalist um but he did a thing where he made this study and there's there's so there's like all these types of uh journals um that are supposed to be like scientific journal type of things, but there's scientific journals that you can, well, and I, I, I use that term lightly in this instance because they are journals that you can go through and you can be like, oh yeah, I have this study, like here, publish it. And you basically pay them and then they just, whatever, they just publish your article instead of vetting it like a, like a real scientific journal should do. And so this uh, journalist went through I forget his name, but he wrote this article on or wrote this study on how eating chocolate uh, will help you lose weight. And he went through and he published it to this journal. And then um, he then wrote a uh, like an or I actually actually I'm wrong. He wasn't a journalist. His he was a Ph.D. Johannes Bohannon. He wrote that thing and then he like made a couple articles about it saying that, oh yeah, like this is a, 
is that I found this new thing. You eat chocolate and you can lose weight. It's great. All you have to do is eat chocolate. Uh, and then it got picked up by a bunch of media um, and a bunch of clickbait posts basically started and started spreading like wildfire, flat the fire, wildfire, and uh, about how all you have to do to lose weight is eat chocolate. And it turned out to be like an entire hoax. And it was a, basically a test that he was doing um, because it just showed how easy it was for him to go through and make an article that had absolutely no scientific backing in it at all. But he got it published in a quote unquote journal and then pushed out to all these different uh, periodicals where it just spread across the internet um, and went from there. Yep. In fact, it was the he published it to the Institute of Diet and Health. Seems legit. Well, yeah. what what's funny is is what a lot of these things uh, like these. If you want to spread false information, and at least in the past, it was very easy to do. For example, on Facebook, um, one of the things you can do to break their algorithm, and I think they might have fixed it, but you can if you you know how you, to make a business account or whatever or a page you have to have a personal account uh yeah so there's no limit on the amount of pages you could create so what one of these people would do is they take a topic like vaccines anti-vaccines and they would make like a hundred or so anti-vaccine pages with just different names like arizona anti-vaccine az anti-vaccine maricopa anti-vaccine uh usa anti-vaccine you get the drift, right? Yeah. And then they would be boosting their own content on one account and it would spread like wildfire. Just like that. Very easy to do. Um, so like there's a there's a paid incentive to do that too. On top of getting other people to share your shit. Which is always scary too. Like going back to the supplement thing, I'm always skeptical because I worked in SEO for a little bit and one of the main things you can do to make money in SEO is called sponsored reviews where you, somebody will, some SEO company will bring 50 bucks to you and they'll say, we need you to create a blog post to promote this product and have the keyword in there two times or three times. And we don't really need you to review the product. <laughs> so I, whenever I like look up a supplement and I, I, I often just go to Reddit, even though Reddit can be game too, it's just a little bit harder. Because most of these blog posts about it will just will be shill blogs. If that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah you know, it's funny because I actually tend to go to Reddit for a lot of my uh, reviews or like input if I'm looking at buying something. Like even if on if it's something on Amazon, I don't necessarily trust a whole lot of the Amazon reviews either because I know those people can be game those. too. Yeah. yeah, like some of the some of the best reviews that I've found on things have been on Reddit. Yeah. So I think it's kind of scary, man. It's, it's scary how easily you can transmit false information uh, across the internet and make it almost the only thing that you find when you do a Google search, right? And everybody uses Google. uh, And then, and then, you know, you get one little thing out there that is a hundred percent false. It's like when 4chan made that um, that article, that iPhone thing where they're like, oh yeah, your iPhone's, what was it, waterproof or whatever? Mm-hmm. And then so many people started dropping their phone in water because like, oh my God, it's all, it's waterproof. Look, check it out. And then it busted their phones. And it was just a, it was a fake ad that was created online and spread online and got everywhere. And the only difference now is it's not a broken phone. It's dead kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I said it. 
dead babies. I think yep. it just goes, man, like, don't even take our word for it. Go and do research for yourself and see if these things are actually true. Use multiple sources. Check your sources. Look at where who they're getting paid I, by. Stuff I'd like say that. try to train your skepticism a little bit, but at the same time, skepticism was what caused the whole anti-vaccine movement in the first place. So um, there's no right or wrong way to say that, right? Like, I mean, you should always be skeptical, including right. skeptical of your own currently held opinions, man. Correct. Absolutely. Like... We can't we can't be static individuals where we're just sitting here and it's like we only have one opinion our entire lives. I think that's the well the the internet has exasperated that. I'd be like I'm it, up to ten. Like yeah, and yeah, man. It, it's like that. Uh, it, it's like that old saying. I don't remember where I heard it first time, but whenever I you know I get in an argument with someone about something, it's like okay, hold on, like just wait five minutes. I'm gonna go online and find someone that agrees with me. Yeah. Because that's all it takes. <laughs> right. See, I found this article and it says a thing that agrees with me. Therefore, I'm right. Yep. <laughs> I wrote, I edited this Wikipedia page. Don't check it again in five minutes. I know they're going to change it back. Yeah, but see? for these five minutes, I'm correct. These five minutes, my whole life, my whole opinion is 100% true. Whenever yep. someone starts playing the I'm right game, like nuance just goes out the fucking door. That's why no one can have a middle conversation about specific topics, you know, because they can go online and definitely find 10 fucking articles or YouTube videos to agree with their stance, even though there could be a middle ground statement there. So, yeah. The I'm right game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man, it's the same thing that happens in politics, too, right? Mm -hmm. Like all these... uh all the different attack ads that happen from the opposing parties. It's like, don't vote for her. She's a liar and a cheat. And then it's like, don't vote for them. Like, you see what they said about me? Like, they're lying. Of course. Like, why would you vote for a liar? They're a liar. Everyone's a liar. Yeah, yeah, man. It's just, it's, it's annoying. It's, it really is annoying. And then with, with everything, it's on radio, it's on TV, it's on the internet. Like that's where people get. Well, that's that's where I, you get information, right? Like, yeah, that make it goes back to my previous statement though, because we're not allowed to make mistakes. For example, in politics, like say a politician said something stupid ten years ago, they're not allowed to go. Yeah, I said that. I don't believe that anymore. I'm, I moved on. You have to double down or to say that's a lie. Do you know, we're not allowed to make mistakes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, true. it's a problem, man. Yeah. It is a problem. So you guys want to know what really grinds my gears? What grinds your gears, Mitch? <laughs> man, you're really good at these lead-ins today. I, I am. It's my thing. <laughs> I'm, I'm impressed. Like, put can we just calendar. think about how good Jason is at this? <laughs> so good. Uh so I've seen a lot of a lot of different ads lately uh that are talking about VPNs and and how you should go through and secure your connection with a VPN and like I think it was like openvpn.com is the one that I've I've seen they're sponsoring uh YouTube videos um but Mitch what's a VPN well so a VPN is an easy way for you to secure your network traffic 
Uh, so, for example, let's say you're at a Starbucks and you're connected to the Starbucks Wi-Fi. You don't want to be checking your your bank account or any sensitive information over the Starbucks Wi-Fi, right? So what you do is you connect to a VPN that basically routes all of your traffic and it secures it to, uh, and it makes it so that it it's like it's coming from a different location, but more importantly, it's securing that traffic so people that are in that same Starbucks, if they were trying to uh, like sniff around and, and see what you're doing, they wouldn't be able to. So VPNs are, are great. And VPNs are, uh, if you're using like a public Wi-Fi, especially if it's not a secure Wi-Fi, uh, even if it is a secure, if it's a public Wi-Fi like a hotel or an airport or anything like that, anything that you're doing that is secure, like checking your bank account or anything where you have to type in a password, anything like that, it's just better to do it over a VPN, right? Extra layer of security. My problem is that a lot of these um, sponsorships that I'm seeing, uh, and I don't know if when you get sponsored by a company, if they're like, okay, well, like here's hit main points that we want you to talk about, or if they just kind of come up with it on their own. But ones that I'm seeing are, are saying all those things that I just said, but then they're also saying that you should do it for your home connection. Um, and like, and like Philip DeFranco, for example, is one that he sponsors. I believe it's OpenVPN. And he was saying that he has it and he uses it at home and he uses it in his office. And my problem with this is that those are like your own network. You don't need to use a VPN at home, right? If you if you have a Wi-Fi network set up with a password, then you're already on a secure, you're a secure uh, network. And unless someone is like sitting outside your house and connected to your Wi-Fi, there's no reason for you to go through and use the VPN at home. At least not that I know of. In fact, I would actually argue that using a VPN when you're at home actually puts you potentially more at risk depending on how how much you trust the VPN network provider. Yeah. Because now you now what you're doing is you're actually routing your internet traffic through that third party internet provider. And it's like the third party VPN provider. And now it's like, okay, well they could like you better look at their user agreements. because so are they logging your traffic? Are they like, they have the keys that they could be looking at your traffic if they wanted to. And uh, not even that, like, what if they get breached? What if they Based get breached? Based on what they're logging, yeah. Yeah, hmm. and yeah. when you're on your local network, like, yes, your ISP can also can also see your traffic, but, like, I mean, what are you trying to hide from your ISP? I mean, I suppose if you're yeah. trying to hide something from your ISP, you can go and use, like, VPNs out of Europe and stuff like that because you're trying to do things that are illegal, but, you know, why would you do so that? I just don't get it. I just don't get it. Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. It, it, it's really annoying. In fact, like, and I use a VPN, but the VPN that I have set up and Tim, I think you're the same way. I have my VPN set up with, I have uh, an Asus router and that Asus router has the ability of setting up a VPN like inside its um, software. And 
the reason I like that is because then when I'm out and I'm like on my phone at a at a public Wi-Fi, I can just connect to my VPN, but I'm I'm not paying for a VPN. I'm connecting to my home network, which I know is secure. And so you have these these companies like OpenVPN that are that are selling access to their VPN, which okay, cool. You know, as long as I, I haven't read into their their terms of service because I don't need it. But for people that, you know, don't have the same router I do or or don't want to deal with setting that up um, themselves, uh, because it, you know, it could be a little tedious, especially if you aren't familiar with networking and whatnot, then sure. Open VPN is a great option for you, but don't, don't tell people that you need to use it at home. That's, I, that is a waste of money. I want to know how many people that are out there that have decided to, you know, that have seen this and like, oh man, I need to, I need to secure my web traffic because they don't know any better. And all of a sudden they're spending money uh, with, uh, you know, VPN companies to secure their home network. And that's the only reason that they use it. Yeah. And what you're also doing that you're slowing your network traffic down is the worst part of it. Yep. You're slowing yourself down. Because now you're having to go through an outside network to then get your info, potentially causing problems with actual services that you like, like Netflix and stuff like that. That can be that can be a potential problem. There's all there's all sorts of like VPN's great. I I I think it's a great idea. Just use it for the right reasons. And stop so, trying to advertise it like it's something that you should be using all the time. Well, I think we're we could be intimately familiar with this because it sounds like a disconnect maybe from like the developers of the product and the marketers and the marketers are like I want everyone on our product I want everyone with a cell phone I want everyone with a desktop they need to be on it right now right now get everyone on it and right. then they that, and then they give the marching orders out to the the people advertising it and the we people the advertising don't, don't have any fucking clue give me the you money know. we need the money I, I really want more people on VPN get everybody on it. Your fucking watch, get it on there. Your car, your it's smart so, car needs to be so on it. true. <laughs> I want all the money. <laughs> We're never going to get sponsored by OpenVPN. <laughs> nope. Or maybe we or maybe we will. And they'll be like, you know, these guys are straight shooters. <laughs> yeah. Right? They'll tell people not to buy it. They don't need it. Yeah. Let me let me educate you on why you should have it. Not just tell you why you should yeah. buy it and put it on everything that you own. Dude, anyone... Let me say this: reasons to have a VPN and why v- Open VPN should sponsor us. Anyone who, <laughs> <laughs> like anyone who is a college student, has a friggin' laptop. If you own a laptop, you should have an option to use a VPN. If you work remotely, if you work remotely, you should have an option to use a VPN. If it's not like a thing that you get from your work, if Correct. you like. You're, you like work at a coffee shops all the time. You should use a VPN because you know what? Even if you're sitting there and you're you're not actually doing any, any you're not like directly doing anything on the internet, your computer is still reaching out to the internet in the background and those, your packets are still getting, still could potentially be snooped. And like I've had actual personal experience with this, you know, back, way back in the day, I think this was like, I don't know, however long, like maybe it's got to be like 10 years ago at this point. Like, remember when Facebook didn't actually make you use HTTPS in your browser? Yeah. So like I was just like herp to and I was on on my phone. I like logged into 
logged into Facebook over a Wi-Fi network at a at a uh, airport. And I get on the airplane, get off the airplane, and there's like random posts on my Facebook account. I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, what happened? Yeah. I must have gotten hacked. It's like, it's not that hard. So, you know, that that actually brings up a really good point too. This was using a VPN is is more of an issue if you're not using a secure website. Yeah. If you're using and, a secure and, website, it's even less of a problem. And I like Google and uh, Google Chrome and Firefox and everything like that. One, they prioritize uh, HTTPS over HTTP. And if you are if you go to a website that isn't secure, it tells you right in your browser that this is not secure. Right. Now, isn't like, the thing though? If you have now, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong about this. But isn't it true? Even if you're if you're going to a website with HTTPS, does the packet still say the website you're going to? Uh, I believe the address is there. Yes, but yeah. the the content is all encrypted. Right. So whereas with like a VPN, they wouldn't even know what website you're going to. Correct. So there is. So that's my understanding as well. There's there's still a reason to have VPN over over just using HTTPS. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. Right, like I still like it for if I ever. I, I mean, I don't use it for everything, right? But if I am ever on a Wi-Fi network instead of uh, instead of like my my cell data yep. on my phone, and I need to log into my bank account, I'll connect to my VPN first, um, just for that extra layer of security. Like I'm already, I'm doing it over a secure connection, so it's really not that big a deal. But I, I want that extra layer there. You know, so that way, in case anybody, like, if anybody ever did get in and stole the $10 that I have, I mean, <laughs> but. Big spender, man. Yeah, man. I want, I need my, I need my coffee. That $10, that's, that no more coffee. But you get it. I don't know. It makes me mad. It makes me, I just, I want people to be educated about it. And I, I, mean, I, I hate my, my, I guess my biggest takeaway on it is I hate the way things are marketed nowadays. Yeah. I mean, that's even a lesson for us too. Like if uh, we ever took a sponsorship on, we'd have to really read the fine print and see what the hell they want us to say. And if we agree with it or not, you know? Yeah. I, like if we could push back, if it's open VPN or whatever, and we're like, well, I don't really feel comfortable saying people with a home desktop should be buying this. Can we change that? And if they're like, oh yeah, yeah, but you know, and you know, you lose two hundred bucks. I go, oh yeah, well. oh yeah, 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 oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I am yeah, well, and that's that's why I'm curious, right? Like, I wonder how much is scripted, and I wonder how much is, uh, you know, off the cuff, sort of speak. Yeah, I assume from like I I, I we are podcast. We have a podcast, but I am also an avid podcast listener, and I think they would like the people to try their product out. So what might be a thing from, and this is just my experience working in SEO is that these, these companies might give you a free trial to use the product. And if you like it, then, then you can sponsor it. Uh, similar to the, the better help controversy with, with Philip DeFranco again, for example, um, he claims that he uses the, 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 the product and that's why he was such a big supporter of it, even though they had some nebulous items in their terms of service. He didn't know about that though, but because he he had such a good experience with the product, he was um, hyped to uh, 
to prevent or to promote it. It's also there's also another type of marketing too, and it happens a lot in video games, where you'll have a, a an event and you will pay to have a bunch of quote unquote journalists come. You won't give them money, but you'll pay for their their flight, their hotel, and you'll wine and dine them, and you get to play the game. And there's there's it's it, there's been studies to show that that improves your a bill or your likelihood to give them more of a positive reception. So, I mean, that, that, that could also be a thing too, by giving, like, if you have a free demo of whatever the hell you're using, like, um, ring, for example, I know you have ring for, uh, for your house. Um, I think they actually do give out free demos of those to people to try it first before they, before they market it to their audiences. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. So that could skew people. And they could be like, oh, my God, this VPN thing's so great. I should just use it on everything. Yeah. So who knows, man? But I do I do see that uh, that fucking VPN thing everywhere. Like every – because well, it's, it's, it's also the state of poor YouTube people, like do YouTube full time. Uh, every YouTuber now has to have a Patreon plus additional advertisements. You'd think YouTube would be pissed off about that or wanting to do something about it, but nah, I guess they don't give a shit. <laughs> Yeah, I've I've been curious about that too, right? Like, I mean, I guess they're doing enough off of their YouTube Red and Originals that they don't care anymore, is what it seems like. But, I don't know. Multiple revenue streams, man. Yeah. That's where we need merch. Yeah, maybe maybe, uh, if you guys want to leave a comment or an iTunes review if if we want us to get merch. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Right, and what kind of merch we should be making? I mean, yeah, coffee mugs. Yeah, coffee mugs. Coffee mug. (laughs) Someone's gonna steal this coffee mug with VPN on the mug on the shirt. Because you're at a coffee shop. Do you get it? (laughs) I like it. I like it. Yeah. Or, you know, we could get someone to draw us Tomei bot. We can, we can, it can be uh, a coffee mug, but instead of TMJ syndrome, it's VPN syndrome. We could have a picture of South Park, Colorado with a fallout nuke above it. Ooh, I like that. I like that. Everyone is stealing our ideas right now. I do want the Tomei bot. I really want someone to draw Tomei bot right now. So maybe we'll do merch one day and you'll get some sweet ass shirts. Maybe you'll get uh, Henry Cavill dressed up as a hybrid of um, Geralt and Superman and with Metropolis in the backdrop. Or I like it. Henry Cavill Cavill with Henry Cavill with him in like his uh, Geralt like makeup and face and stuff, whatever that's going to look like wearing the Superman, uh, tights in Gotham City. And then we'll do another t-shirt with the Bethesda and the Origin and the Steam Launcher all with like swords fighting each other. Yep. 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 I like that. See? Wow. We just did an idea session live. Isn't that nice? Do you see how that shit works? Yeah. Now we just <laughs> I don't have any artistic skills though. This, is, this isn't going to work very well. It's all right. We got MS Paint. People will buy it. Oh, I do like MS Paint. Wait, didn't they get rid of that? Apparently, there's no more support for it. Yeah, I think it's just like 
there's it's called Paint 3D now. Like on, every uh, on Windows 10. When that happened, every every person who makes MS Paint memes on Reddit like lost their mind. <laughs> right. But yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Be educated about your VPNs. On your VPNs. Be educated about everything, man. This is an education episode. Yeah. Yeah. I think we had some pretty interesting topics to talk about today, guys. I think so, too. What did you think, Mitch? I thought it was very educational. Wait a minute. I thought it was educational, and I'm Mitch. Oh, wait. That's right. I'm Jason. Shit. Wait. Wait. No, I'm Tim. Shit. Oh, no. Tune in next week. Tune in in next week to see who we are. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) and if you can, leave us a review on iTunes and like and subscribe on, I don't know, YouTube. YouTube. And we're also on Podbeam. (laughs) Podbeam sucks, but if you're on Google Play, you follow us. Yeah, follow us and subscribe. It'd be pretty neat because then you'll like every time you subscribe somewhere. Somehow a kitten is born there. I said it. Yeah, a feral kitten. Yep. Yeah, because we're feral. Yep. Yep. It makes sense somehow. Yep. Oh, yeah. Like and subscribe for kittens. Thanks, everyone. Okay, Okay, bye. Bye.